0: Hey, guys. How are you today?
1: Well, I'm doing fantastic, Randy. How are you doing?
0: <laughs>
1: if you can, turn the volume up a little are bit. You whisk- on, Maybe um, he's
2: whispering. Are, are you in a secret place?
1: Yeah. Is that better? Hold on, the mic. I've I got a that- new headset. and it's- I think we okay. may need to How's move that? you up on the We're mic- all the way up. Board.
0: Okay, there you go. I'm all the way up. Yeah. Uh, Coach Pittman today, is that correct? Yeah. And about uh, 50 some odd minutes?
1: Yeah, I mean, probably, probably longer than that. They've been, it's been taking quite a bit longer than what they've scheduled the press conferences these last few days. But yeah, Coach Pittman today. So we probably got some, you know, questions here and there. There's some guys that, you know, not out at practice and, you know, just some guys bumped and bruised. I think he said yesterday. Uh, from the catfish hole, that he uh, they only had one long-term injury, so probably shouldn't be anything too bad uh, when talking about injuries and stuff today. But yeah, I mean we're still just you know kind of in that limbo week before we get to um, game week. Uh, they kind of just a, a rehearsal. Yesterday was pretty pretty light practice. They were just in spiders yesterday. We only had three periods of availability. They only had four periods of availability, but they were in shells today. Uh, but you know, still kind of doing that, you know, a bit of a, a rehearsal, I think, of how they're going to approach things next week. Get, you know, a, a Wednesday practice like Monday, Tuesday practice, or excuse me, Thursday practice like Tuesday, Friday practice like Wednesday, and then uh, probably a mock game. They, they haven't said anything about a mock game, but they're going to do a mock game. I would just almost, I, would be, I mean, obviously, they gotta, they got to go through everything. And that just means, you know, every situation, Sometimes they stage a fight. How do you react in in a situation like that? You know, just different special teams. Somebody gets injured, you know, how do you fill in for that? All those kinds of things. Running through the A, uh, all those types of things uh, they go through during a mock game. And then uh, they'll take Sunday off and get back at it Monday for the real deal game week.
2: Well, let me ask you this. Did they practice indoors or outdoors today?
1: Indoors. AC is still being worked on. It wasn't too bad in there. They've been... They've done a good job of, uh, you know, keeping the doors closed, keeping the fans running, those things. But uh, still no A.C. in there. <laughs> Are they going to have A.C. at War Memorial Stadium and Razorback
2: Stadium? I mean, <laughs> have they talked about it? Are they getting ready for a day when it might be 100
1: degrees at the game? Are they never going to work outside? Well, they've had some muggy days. They've had some, they've had some hot days here and there. But, I mean. This time, this these couple of weeks, you really want to, you know, make sure that you're keeping them as fresh as possible. You want to work them, but you got to keep them fresh.
2: Okay, well they'll be fresh for three quarters, then probably, <laughs> won't they?
1: I mean, it does, well, doesn't
2: there come a time when you say, hey, it, now I know yeah. they've got they're deeper than they've been, and all those kind of things, but
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: just hard to imagine they haven't worked
1: outside at all in the heat. No, they have. They've worked out in the heat. I mean, that first scrimmage was pretty muggy also. Um, not 100, 100 degrees. Second, not 100 degrees, no, but uh, that first one was. But, I mean, hopefully all it takes is three quarters to to take care of Western mm. Carolina, right? Wow.
2: Trey, I thought you might agree with me on this one. <laughs> You're taking the company line. Well, <coughs> here's
1: here's here's the reason I don't, because every day at practice yeah. a few years ago, Chad Morris used to come into the press conference room and say, I wish it was hotter. I wish it was hotter, <laughs> okay. and so I'm just kind of you know, PTSD <laughs> okay. a little bit and just want to do the opposite of everything that he suggested. All right. Well, there's somewhere in between, and next week
2: it's next week. the temperatures aren't going to be quite as bad, so I'm guessing right. I'll get outside some.
1: Yeah, next week it should be. It's actually supposed to be pretty nice next week, like mid-80s. Yeah. Until the,
2: the weekend. I was looking yeah, at until, uh, the until the weekend. Yeah, so like Friday. Let's see if Saturday's on here, but Friday in Little Rock is supposed to be next Friday. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. 95. So let's just yep. see about next Saturday in Little Rock. I think I got it now.
1: 95. Man, I can already, I can already My, see, you know, the, oh, the first, I, loss, the first no, loss. No, no, no. The they're not going to lose a I
2: game. not going to lose a game.
1: I'm just saying the first loss of the season, all the, uh, you, you've kind of planted the seed, all the, the reason, <laughs> the reason is going to be because they weren't conditioned enough in the heat, oh, even if it's in no. mid-October.
2: Well, but here's another thing. It'd be better to play in Fayetteville. It's going to be five degrees lower in Fayetteville than it is yeah. in
1: Little Rock that day. Right. And and definitely less muggy. I mean, you can yes. almost count on that. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, I hope you can't like we stay in stay, swamp or, or
2: down here Western well, Carolina? It's probably freezing Western, over there, so they'll be it'll wipe them out regardless, right? Oh my Exactly. Goodness. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh my if I made statements like this, Rick Schaefer would be running me off the radio right now. I said, Good no. gracious.
2: Okay, hey, Trey's got me. I'm okay with the team's gonna be fine.
0: Jeez. <laughs> This is Doctor Hoop hog good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Trey?
2: Please, yeah, not about I the weather.
3: It. Happy Zero Week to everyone. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah. Okay, there you go. That was my okay. other request.
3: Nothing Thank about you. Week anything zero, else. But forget that. I I did that just for you, Rick, because I, I love you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank um, you. Hey, hey, Trey, how are you, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Good, good. I know that you have expressed a little bit of excitement about the defensive line, um, and I know that it, it, they haven't even played it down yet, but talk about your expectations. Do you expect or do you, do you um, think that perhaps it could be one of the best defensive lines uh, in the past 20, 30 years that we've seen at the at Arkansas? And, and I say that just not because of what you've said but because of what everyone is saying about this defensive line, not even, not just journalists, but the players on the team, Mm. um, the the secondary guys, they keep talking about the defensive line, and it's getting me really, really excited about seeing this defensive line.
1: Right. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to have an issue with my mic, but um, for me, I think it's the deepest defensive line they've had in the time that I've been covering them. They've had, you know, they've had good defensive lines, obviously, in the past. They've had defensive lines with Trey Flowers and um, Darius Filon, and I believe Dietrich Wise was part of that defensive line, you know, guys that went on to the NFL. People that I talk to, you know, within the program, you know, feel like there's probably four four guys with, you know, potential to play on the next level on this defensive line. Uh, I just... You know, I was kind of talking about it yesterday, you know, you've got, you know, Tank Booker goes 351, and Eric Gregory's about 320, and uh, Cam Ball's about 320, and, you know, Keevy Rose and Torian Carter go about 303 each, and, I mean, you just kind of keep going and going, and then, you know, Ian Drafat also, who I think could help him maybe at some point in the season, uh, you know, listed at 394, I'm sure he's probably down from that a little bit after camp. And you know Marcus Miller goes what about 300 something like that they just they just seem to have one guy after another um you know 300 pound interior guys and then you know you, you go to the edge and it's guys that they think have NFL ability in Landon Jackson 6'7 283 and and um uh, Trajon Jeffcoat 6'4 I think he's probably taller than I think he's more like 6'5 he's listed 6'4 I don't usually say that about people. <laughs> I usually go the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 280, uh, 281 pounds, I believe. And, you know, you've got Zach Williams, who has been a steady contributor for him for years. Had, what, four-and-a-half sacks for him last year in a backup role. Deshaud Stewart, who's been a steady wow. contributor for years. Uh, John Morgan, who has, uh, you know, 11-and-a-half career sacks from his time at Pitt. So, I just, I mean, Quincy Rhodes Jr. is 6'6", 289 as a freshman you know and they're not even really going to rely on him so to me as far as depth it's the deep line that i've I you know it's hard for me to say like yes this is the best defensive line that they've ever had i think there's tons of potential for maybe we say that at the end of the year it's hard for me just right, to say right. that but i feel like what what the difference is with this defensive line since they do have so many bodies they'll be able to rotate more freely that should limit the reps of the starters and backups and, you know, hopefully get them throughout the season where, you know, you're, you know, Labor Day weekend all the way up to the Friday after Thanksgiving and you have a healthy defensive line that you can rely on all the way through the season because you do have so many of them and a lot of teams aren't aren't going to have that. Right,
3: right. Three ahead. comments of the, the guys in the secondary who said, that this defensive line is doing such a good job and it's making their job easier, uh, given what we had with our secondary last season, um, having that stronger defensive line uh, covering more field uh, or, or holding the offense in a better way, if you will, making the job easier for mm-hmm. secondary, it just sounds like a, a strong positive for this team uh, going into this year. Well, I'm just really that, excited that's about that's the
1: case. I mean, yeah. they've never had 42 sacks before and that's what they had last year and secondary Thank you, you got it I mean secondary's got to stay healthy you know first of all I, you know Jaden Johnson's been rolling with the first group for the last four days now so I'm hoping that he's turned a corner based on you know what we saw from him last year uh, as a freshman we had really high hopes for him uh, but uh, they if they can get Jay Johnson coming around they can get Malik Chavez coming around you, you know for what they have at safety then you know they they ought to be in pretty good shape but they need to stay healthy especially there at safety and if they can do that then i think that they can have a you know a pretty solid secondary uh, I, I think it i think it has a chance to be Pittman's best defense at Arkansas i think it's the best roster that he's assembled here it's just again what's everybody else's roster look like i've mentioned you know i love listening to the cover 3 podcast summer school where they have team side experts and they do about 20 minutes just on every team and you know, there's a couple of teams out there. One of the best questions that Bud Elliott asks is, you know, if somebody were to go down, where would one area they go down? And, you know, you hear some teams like, you know, Ole Miss, for example, um, where they, they can't afford to really lose anybody on the defensive line. Well, that to me is a pretty good, is a, is a good sign, you know. Um, I believe I heard that about somebody, uh, maybe Auburn also. But, uh, you know, so maybe everybody doesn't have, the depth on, on the defensive line, even though they can can access the portal. I just think that Arkansas has done such a good job with this transfer cycle and just building veteran depth throughout um, throughout most every position that they didn't have it. Probably the best job ever in the transfer
2: portal by the Hogs, tray and, and you think about it. Oh, yeah. Sam Pittman says somewhere between 9 and 11, so I guess that could be 10, from the portal are going to start in the first game. So when we talk about the other teams mm-hmm. were in the transfer portal, and I haven't studied this and you maybe haven't either, but how many LSU and Ole Miss players out of the transfer portal are actually going to start? To me, that that says a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it does. And I've just kind of started going through, you know, trying to make my final season predictions on game by game. And I just now about to get into the SEC games, So I'm not quite there yet, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Arkansas brought in 18 or 17 still with the team. A.J. Brathwaite left the team. But, uh, you know, I would think out of the guys that are going to start, you got got from the transfer portal uh, two receivers, Andrew Armstrong and Isaac Tesla, uh Joshua Braun on the offensive line. That's probably everybody on offense, and then you flip it over to defense. Uh, Trajan Jeffcoat. I don't know who the starters at defensive interior are going to be today. It was Keely Rose and – was it Keevee Rose? And I can't remember who the other starter was, but it wasn't. It might have been Torian Carter. Uh but you know, say maybe one interior guy. I think you know either Jaheim Thomas or Antonio Greer at linebacker, and then Snacks Johnson, Jaheim Singletary, Al Walcott. I think that's nine. So maybe that's the nine.
0: Uh, we need to say congratulations to Cord Sheehy. He gave the correct answer to our trivia question, Trey. We are today at Robert, I Irwin, want to a trivia question. Robert Irwin Jewelers uh, in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, and so yeah. we've we've kind of staggered these. And if you'll bear with me, I'll give the second one um, in just a matter of moments. But so we'll ask this question to you, Trey. Um, who is Arkansas's career leader in touchdown
1: passes? Career leader in touchdown passes is, it's going to be K.J. Jefferson after this year, but is it—is it Ryan or is it Tyler? I believe it's Ryan Mallett. Wow. Goodness. Tyler? We're shocked. No. Is it Tyler? No. No. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Allen. That's right. Yeah, by now yeah, though, I you finished a brand. distant third. You, didn't, you
0: don't. You don't get the two hundred dollar gift certificate.
1: All right, yeah. so here well, is well, our I next three quarterbacks that started back back to back from <laughs> <with> each other. <laughs> All right,
0: uh, Cole got the last one correct. So who's gonna get the next one correct? And you gotta come to the Pleasant Ridge Town Center next to the Fresh Market to give us the correct answer. I'm looking for red shirt. Where's he gone to? I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll get it figured out.
1: All right, yeah, this one's, I'm this very familiar one my... with that spot. They yes. actually took the they took the uh, building from uh, my in-laws when they went to retirement. So uh, it's a great spot to have a jewelry store. Great
0: spot. Okay, so you're familiar with this place, uh, but you yeah. don't have time to drive down to answer the question. So here it is: <laughs> Who has Arkansas's longest punt return for a touchdown in a bowl game? Who? has Arkansas' longest punt return Joe Adams for a touchdown in a bowl game.
1: You don't get to answer one in the uh, Cotton Bowl. You don't get okay.
0: the, you don't get the answer.
1: Well, You're phrasing it in a way that I needed to answer. So <laughs> 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 Okay.
0: All right, I'll I'll go to our Southern structure. <laughs> Structural Solutions. Well, let's just, let me uh, just go ahead
2: and say, for the benefit of the listeners, so nobody goes in and says, Joe Adams, he has the longest punt return in school history, but he didn't do it in a bowl game. Correct. And he, and he did have a touchdown re- punt return for a, in a bowl game, but it was not the longest.
0: And that's correct, too.
2: Yeah, so Joe it Adams happened, is a good happened guess. Happened in Dallas. Wait, that's, that's the only clue we're giving. It was not Joe Adams. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: All right. Um. I've I've already forgotten. Have Trey explain the disadvantages of hosting a neutral site game, even in Arkansas, and why the Little Rock game needs to go away?
1: Well, you're indicating that I think the Little Rock game needs to go away. I think there are benefits to playing in Little Rock. Um, I would say,
3: hmm.
1: The Arkansas State game in Little Rock, I think, is is a good location for that game. I'm not a big fan of opening your season up uh, in Little Rock, I think. in Fayetteville is a much better option, especially, you know, for recruiting and all that stuff. But that's that's the disadvantage to having um, the game in Little Rock is you can host recruits there, but you can't talk to them. You can't introduce them to, hey, this is a professor in the business college. You know, you can't show them around campus. Those are the negatives, I think, for – and especially when – It's set up the way it is with the schedule where you play Texas A&M in Arlington, and that's a home game. And then the same year you play a game in Little Rock, and that's a home game. That takes away two home games from Fayetteville. Um, I think that gives you kind of a competitive disadvantage. But there are also plenty of benefits to playing in Little Rock, I think, you know, in terms of bringing the state together, people in parts of Arkansas that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to get up to Fayetteville and watch a game. However, as far as we're just talking about, you know, the niceness of the stadiums, the amenities and all of that stuff and being able to play in your own backyard as a player versus busing and all that kind of stuff, uh, I mean, Fayetteville is obviously the nicer venue. There's no question about that. So is it – they don't need to split the home games anymore the way they used to. I mean, that's obvious. But playing a game every once in a while, like Arkansas State – you know, I think that's a good venue for that particular game, uh, but opening the season, Western Carolina, it just kind of feels a little bit like a, kind of like a soft opening, if I'm being honest.
0: All right, Trey, we're gonna try to squeeze in uh, the Arkansas River Rat. Rat, you got a question or comment for Trey? <laughs> yeah. So,
3: Trey, hey man, hope you're having a great week, and I really do appreciate hey. all the hard work you put in for us. Um, but I was just you going to ask a it's question. Not that hard. <laughs> KJ's playing at a Heisman level, and our defense stays healthy. What chance do you yeah. give us coming out of Alabama, six and one?
1: Coming out of Alabama, right? being six and one. If KJ's playing at a Heisman level, if KJ's playing yes. at a Heisman level, then six and one is definitely feasible. Because you need to have that kind of a record to be considered for the Heisman as a quarterback, in my opinion, at least with my vote. So, yeah, I give him a great chance to be six and one if he's playing at a Heisman level and the defense is playing lights out. There's this poor young lady. Answer? You want more? There's this
0: poor young lady. <laughs> I got to tell you, Trey, Rick, I—I I mean, my heart is melting like a stick of butter. I want to help her. Well, do. I mean, Still. she's.
2: Breaks coming up. Help her here in just a minute. What do you need to do?
0: Well, no, she she's thrown already multiple answers at me, oh, and they're not correct. Right. And I want to help her. I. I mm-hmm.
2: No, you can't anyway. help her at that. I mean, it, she I'm needs in the food money. Help club. Her, I walked,
1: <laughs> I've been looking on the walls at the uh, at the little uh, you know the mentions of great plays in Razorback history, and I, yeah. I haven't seen that. There's a this not, punt return, but it's against uh, Texas. Yes. Ken Hatfield had three 80 or longer,
2: but not in the bowl game.